the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, where it is a, a crisp day. That's an understatement. Is that an understatement? It's 36 degrees out there right now at uh, Millburgers, so uh, it's a good day to get your calls in at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. The weather hasn't stopped gardeners from coming oh, out here. No, I yeah. was noticing yeah. that. I was there was I didn't see a lot of people out in the plants, so I went into the building and there were a number of folks in there. Oh, you know they're they're looking at the uh, fertilizers and the uh, sp- spray of the pesticides and everything, and so so it was pretty busy inside. And the pop popcorn was ready. So there you uh, go. Yeah. That's a good good trip. Yeah, it warms up from here uh, this evening. The low is uh, this afternoon's high is forty two. This evening's low is 39, then tomorrow the high and the low are 57 for the high and 53 for the low, then 69 is the high on Monday, 64 on Tuesday and Wednesday, 63, and I think Thursday it's back in the 70s again. Let's see, hang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I don't know, it's a, it's a good time to think about what you want to do, and actually with David Rodriguez's uh, presentation coming up uh is it? Let's see. It's coming up on the sixteenth. So yeah. yeah, David will talk about uh, what you can do to when clean up. What our rodeo deal is. Yeah. So well, yeah. you want to talk about that? No. Okay. All right. The sixteenth. Yeah. February sixteenth. Rodeo. I got my February newsletter. Mm-hmm. From uh, Millburgers. Uh, How do you get that? Free to. It comes to my. <laughs> it's a mystery. It comes to my mailbox. <laughs> uh huh. Well, there's a, You're old school, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, three different ways you could get it, what, on the Internet. Right. You can go to millburger.com. Snail mail like Jerry does. And you can get it at here. here. You just come by the nursery yeah. every month. Give you a good excuse to come by and look at everything. And uh, yeah. So um, it says February 16th, all day Millburgers Rodeo weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll let Trace talk about it. Well, I'll, t- I'll talk about it briefly. So David will be here from <laughs> 10.30 to noon, and uh, David, will, his topic is going to be spring cleanup in your landscape. And although the weather forecast calls for uh, weather in the upper 60s, uh, if it's a little cooler than that, they'll move it to the um, so rain or shine, 
It'll be here at Millburgers on that day, and if it's a little cooler or wet, uh, it'll be in the greenhouse. But yeah, the, the forecast new, the is new greenhouse is a nice facility. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of lots of action there too. So um, that's that's from ten thirty to noon. Now the rest of the day, uh, oh, let me just give you the description of the presentation. Uh, get your landscape ready for the spring with this free adult seminar, uh, and uh, David Rodriguez will be talking about kind of. Techniques and uh, tricks and tips to clean up your yard after the winter, so um, you'll kind of be prepared when it does warm up uh, permanently. And then, uh, then we've got the presentation, the rodeo celebration of the 16th again. It's uh, fr- chili and uh, Fritos and drinks from 11 until the pot runs dry. That's sponsored by Nature's Creation. Uh, we got pony rides and a petting zoo. We've got face painting. The Texas Weather Band will be here playing music from 11 to 3. And the big star of the day is the 2019 Rodeo Tomato, which is HM8849. Look at you go. Yeah, that wasn't easy to remember. Was uh, it written down? What's that? Oh, it's not written down there for you to look No, I, I, I had to do that from memory. Oh, my. Uh, and when you buy the Rodeo Tomato, HM8849, uh, that day you uh, the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So, Which is always good. Yeah. It's good for the kids and uh, good for our community, and, uh, and uh, it's a wonderful way to support the mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. And somebody will have to tell David Rodriguez to give us a call. We can talk about the uh, next week event, but we can also talk about uh, some of the stuff that's happening out at the rodeo, too. Um, we haven't been out there a while, so it'll be kind of neat. And, uh, s- yes, sir. No, we just and we just talked about that, which is cool. And Trace is up on the porch with us. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, you can, you can talk about it if you want to. Okay. I jumped in. I, I started talking about David. I tried to stop him. He did. I, I was just to too gung-ho. Well, grab the mic, Trace. Tell us what what else is going on. Um, did you talk about David being here that day too? We did. Yeah. David, right. We can repeat though. Ten thirty to noon. Clean up your spring cleanup in your landscape. So kind of give us a little bit of uh, what, what David will be well, talking about. Well, it's going to be plant specific, so you can actually ask questions, oh, good. Uh, individual questions towards the end. But uh, you know what to cut, when to cut it, where to cut it, um, and what to feed it with to get it to leaf back out faster uh, are the major topics but there'll be some uh sub things in there as well uh and that's that's free by the way it's free and we're doing it uh the forecast looks good yes uh, upper 60s a uh, little cloudy ought to, be, ought to be nice yeah and if it's and if for some reason the forecast is wrong then we'll, it do is, it, we'll do it in the greenhouse yep and uh the greenhouse is always warm and Climate controlled and uh never rainy so yes we uh the uh, millburger dome uh <laughs> will be the site of it yeah, we were talking about the uh, again the uh, big celebration for the rodeo tomato uh, out at Millburgers next Saturday too. Uh, chili, chili will be here. Do we know the and recipe? Fritos. Yeah, um, no, but it's the same chili as the last couple times. It's and it really was good. good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Uh, Fritos and drinks. Uh, by the way, all the stuff we're going to mention is free with a but a donation to the san antonio food bank would be appreciated that would be nice yeah and you guys have been so um generous in the past our listeners and folks that have come out uh i think gosh last christmas 
nearly two thousand dollars was, was raised. Yeah, it was about that. Yeah, um, by, and the uh, the food bank does a great job. It's almost a one to seven ratio. Every dollar uh, feeds seven families for a week. It's like amazing. I don't know how they do it. They can stretch a dollar. That's for yeah. Sure. They've got they're very uh, good stewards of your donations. So uh, yeah, they've got a lot of donors from both ends. Absolutely. Uh, the donors like uh, the attendees of the Milberger events, mm-hmm. the cash, and then the other end, the folks with the food, restaurants, mm-hmm. wholesalers, AGB, uh, even gardener, uh, farmers, gardeners. Yeah, uh, they utilize everybody. Yeah, I, I like I like that uh, garden that they planted. On the side of it, too. yeah, they're even trying to get fresh. Pro- doesn't get fresher than hey, you, you can go pick a tomato. Yeah. All right, so uh, Fritos um, and chili drinks, Texas Weather Band, pony rides, petting zoo. Yeah, uh, the um, <laughs> the um, seventy pound limit still on the pony. It is rides? still a seventy pound limit. Can we get bigger ponies? Then they'd be horses. <laughs> well, there's we need to get clouds. You can't get there. I wonder what they did with all those circus elephants. Oh man! They, they, they could <laughs> that would be good. I promise you. I the, rode one of those when, when it was back when it was still fashionable. Did you really up yeah. here in San Antonio yes. at the zoo? Uh, no, at the at the uh, circus. Circus? Oh, okay. They used to have the elephant rides circus. at the zoo. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, I don't know. I never got to do that. Were you too big even then? <laughs> yes, they, they had a limit. <laughs> the elephants had a union, and they put a limit on it, and so I never got to ride. Do they have camel rides at the zoo? They, well, I don't know. They used to, they have camel rides a lot of places. I don't. I can't remember. I don't know if they had them at the zoo. Okay, call us if you remember two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The face painting, which is always very popular, and it's so funny to watch that because we'll be set up next to them probably, and yes. it just takes one child to walk over there, and it's like they emit some noise. Actually, they kind of do. It's like. Eh! And uh, when they're done, and they're, they see their face painted because they do such a good job, and it's like all the other children hear it, and they go, "Oh, where fun, child having fun, let's go!" And they run over and scamper over there. And Milber and uh, Milton, yeah, I mean he he's participates fully in the balloon. There's no balloon There's animals no balloon. this time. I know this time, but I, I but yeah. there is a petting. I see your yeah. You kind of miss the fact you would like to be in the face painting. Just, oh, but the. It's, it's Most during of the, the show. kids are, you know, eight they, or nine. I think, I think since the incident, they've decided to put it in the show, so I can't actually push children aside to get to the face uh-huh. painting or the balloon animals. They're very clever here at Millburgers. Oh, they'll have pony rides, but, yeah, 70-pound limit. <laughs> yeah. Milton can't get on. I don't think Milton weighs 70 pounds, does he? You can and have the petting zoo. I can pet the zoo. Pet, I can pet the Yes, and, and <laughs> you can eat some chili. Okay. And you can listen to the band. Yeah, okay. So there's plenty for me to do. Who, what's going to be at the petting zoo? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you were talking about a the other day. Of, well, like, I, I can only speak for what they had last time. Oh, uh, what did they have last time? Uh, I remember a pig. Yeah. I remember a Big pig or duck, a little pot belly pig? A little, little pig. Yay. They're um, cute. A, a llama-y looking thing. Yeah. Alpaca? I, I think so, but a little small one. I think there was a good Alpaca, pig. Alpaca, you know, both of them. Yeah. Both will be there. What? So, I, th- uh, I think. Uh, did they have goats? I think there was a goat, too. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That'd be cool. Can you have your picture taken with the pig? Uh, it, last time they had it set up where the animal was inside, so it'd be, you could take a picture through. Uh, okay. Through the wire mesh, I guess. Okay. I don't think they're gonna let I'll you. I'll ask them. Okay. You cannot pick up the pig. <sighs> so many things I can't do. 
All right. 210-308-8867. All these limitations to your creativity. Yeah. So that's all going to be a lot of fun for kids and, and kids alike, uh, adults. That's, that's kind now, of do you, a, don't, you don't need a reservation for David's program. Then. No. 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 Come. Uh, and then we are having the, uh, the, the star of the show is the uh, Rodeo Tomato. Mm-hmm. HM8849. That's it. And uh, so uh, the, the uh, purchases of that, rodeo, that tomato that day will go to the Master Gardeners Youth Gardening Program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good deal. So what kind of um, – because you all already have them, too. So if they can't I do come, have some. They can't come now. If they buy it today or tomorrow, the proceeds won't benefit the Youth Gardens program, but you know, they can still – They're still going to get a rodeo tomato. Yeah. And they don't have to go to the rodeo to get it. Nope. So and just in no. case you can't get to the rodeo. And then we recommend if you do get tomatoes early like this that you pot them up, and all the materials are here to pot them up at Millburgers, but also the dire- uh, directions on – what, how to pot them up is on PlantAnswers.com. Look here. Oh, good. And, and you. On the, you could get this. You could just get the copy of the newsletter and you know yeah. the instructions well, can, right there. They can get that on our website. In fact, they can on their website, they can even sign up to get it emailed to them or mailed to them every month. Yep. And I, I get my mail. And if you're not on the Internet, and I think you, you can, can still just call yeah. 210-497-3760 and they'll mail it to you. I think the the uh, my San Antonio the the write up on the, the potting up of the tomatoes is still on on the Express News website too. Well, I know it's on PlantAnswers.com, or I was told it was. But uh, why should we be excited about HM eighty eight forty nine? It's the rodeo tomato. Enough said. It is. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's of got, course Jerry it's got and his pictures of it. Yeah, Jerry and his team, on uh, including David, they go through this every year to. Comp- compare a whole bunch of new entries and some of the old entries to see which performs best. And then the one that performs best is designated the Rodeo Tomato for that particular year. And uh, everyone has, now these, these are big tomatoes, mm-hmm. kind of flattened. Yeah, sli- uh, sli- they're slicers. And they're, uh, they've got one of the characteristics that's really important for our hot weather and sun is that the leaves are Really yeah, good good foliage on the foliage. plant, and it's a determinant. That's mm-hmm. one of the things I like. Fast, yeah. Goes to goes to full size with the foliage, stops, and concentrates on uh, uh, maturing the fruit. Right, and and so you don't. Well, we every every year we get all these uh, the phone calls about well, <laughs> I really got this nice foliage, but uh, no no fruit. Yeah, and so, this kind of tomato doesn't do that. So, what is performs well in early and mid-season plantings? That's yeah. uh, that's our we're early. We're early, so it is particularly it, it does it's fat, fruit. like Calvin said. Okay, it's uh, so it does a little better. It sets its fruit. Yeah, see the the definition of a determinate plant is a, a, a determinate variety is one that. Uh, Sets uh, has blooms on the first leaf axis, yeah. uh, whereas indeterminate are these uh, larger growing tomato plants. Uh, don't don't start don't set a, a bloom cluster until the seventh leaf. And in practical terms, that's that's uh, I always think of it as a determinate tomato 
is the it's the amount of foliage and its size is less determined less determined by the weather right. and more determined just by the time and uh always think of those uh, indeterminate tomatoes that they're just content to yeah, they'll grow wherever you put them in yeah. a greenhouse. Yeah, they're they're fine. Yeah, so I think that's what it is about that early season. Okay, they're they're going to put they're going to get to their uh, top size quickly, whether the weather is great for putting more foliage on or not. Yeah, in technical terms, it's more accurate the way Jerry described it. But and are these the pictures of the 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 bright red tomatoes? Are yeah, those the HM? Yeah, yeah. man. That's it's a pretty a, tomato. That that shows a uniform red. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a, a deep red. You can't it, mistake it. Yeah, it's a uniform red. Okay. Uh, back in the old days, the the tomatoes were had green shoulders, and people would get upset. They'd have to you'd have to cut the shoulder, you know, the tops of the tomato off. But the, these are what we call uniform red, which means they're red all over. Shoulders and everything. Okay. And yeah, if you go to PlantAnswers. All the new hybrids are that way now. If you go to PlantAnswers.com, it's pretty easy to find your way to the article <laughs> on on the... Uh, and can you see the pictures, Melvin? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Hang on. When you go right to the... Yeah, the pictures are right on the, it's the front. It's a rotation of pictures between yeah. the maroon poppy, which we yeah. still have, right? Yes, we do. Maroon well, my, my my maroon poppies are started their upward. Oh yeah, flushing. A nice, I mean, a nice uh, uh, uniform uh, growth too, which surprises me. It's you know when you think of a mm-hmm. wildflower, you don't you don't think of it as being all of them disciplined little soldiers in a row. They really look. They look. The foliage looks nice. Is this weather good for them? Oh, are they happy? Yeah. Same it's with the blue perfect. bonnets. Yeah, blue bonnets. We spent larkspurs. Some of me and some of my uh, volunteers spent Thursday. Uh, we, uh, I, I, I say weeding the weeds. We were weeding the blue bonnets. What, so what was your main? Were henbit and uh, yeah, hen, chickweed. Henbit and chickweed and uh, that uh, wild carrot was that there, and then that uh, the, the biggest weed was that. Uh, the one that uh, has the kind of sticky leaves. Oh, bed straw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'm finding, too, I've got my cut flower garden. I've got the, all those rocket snapdragons. And uh, the hen bit and the yeah. chickweed is so dense that it, that it's real moist with all this, this rain. Oh. And, of course, it, uh, snapdragons are a little sensitive to foliage diseases mm-hmm. anyway. So if you if you got that situation in your garden, you probably want to clear that, that out a bit so that, there, that air movement through there, because uh, you've waited so long for this uh, great snapdragon bloom, you don't want to waste it and lose the foliage. Yeah, that's uh, that'll happen with blue bonnets too. Henbit will come down with uh, powdery downy mildew, I guess it is, and uh, cover up the blue bonnets, and they'll. They'll come down with the same, the, same the, disease. The saving grace there. Well, I guess you know. You know when you think of pulling weeds like uh, Bermuda grass, how difficult it is. But henbit and uh, and the other ones that you've mentioned, bedstraws, yeah. 
relatively easy to pull. Oh yeah, and the, you move fast. Small. Yeah, and don't th- don't think that uh, <laughs> we had our blue bonnets that grew grew fairly well, and uh, the, sometimes you th- you think well we'll just leave the let them outgrow the weeds, but those weeds are just starting to grow, so now's the time to. Yeah, to weed your blue bonnets for so they won't get overpowered by it. They're uh, get, moving into the producing their seed. Yeah, they're not a blue bonnets are not a good competitor. That's why that's why you see them growing out of rocky soils and yeah. ledges and things like that, where they don't have a lot of grass competition. So uh, uh, you need to weed your blue bonnets now before the weeds overpower now it doesn't have to be a perfect weeding i mean the get some people get uh, frustrated about you know picking every one kind of move through pretty quickly and just clear the area you're right on your vacant lot you know just clear the area around some of your key uh, plants or, right. or or where you've planted them and that that'll do the job they're they're good enough competitors to to perform if they just get a little opening there and I would warn people that if you get if you're getting help weeding, show them what the blue bonnet looks like before you oh, yeah. turn them loose. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't know what an individual blue bonnet uh-huh. plant looks like. I uh, was my weeding. I've uh, it complicates it when the larkspurs are in there because oh yeah sometimes I think of them as weeds and sometimes <laughs> I think of them as desirable yeah so it but it slows the process down a little bit. I got bad news. Oh, can I just tell them real quick that we've got the blue bonnets on sale by the way here at oh, the transplants yeah, they're, so. and they're they're nice big ones. Yeah, two forty eight for the six inch pot and I'm guessing there's also still the the other ones too. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some big ones out there. Yeah, so. Uh, along with fruit trees in the five-gallon container, which are twenty six eighty eight. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back on your thought, okay? Okay. 210-308-8860. What if he can't remember? He can do it. I have faith in him. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th, because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato, HM884. 49 at Mill Burgers. We'll have rodeo tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. Today, it's the Briscoe Western Art Museum. The stone building on Market Street was the San Antonio Library. And in between, it was the home of the Hertzberg Circus Collection and Museum. The San Antonio story of Harry Hertzberg after this. Hello, I'm David Meisner, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. For a limited time, Countywide Service is offering free comfort evaluation. We've partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Countywide Service with Day and Night are ready to help you make high electric bills a thing of the past. Receive a 20% discount with any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. Licensed TACLA 280 e Harry Hertzberg was a San Antonio lawyer and a Texas state senator who owned one of the largest circus collections in the world. He donated it all to our library, along with 15,000 rare books, including a leaf of the Gutenberg Bible. I'm Sonny Melendres. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer on these cold, wet days, uh, those nasty pests find your house very attractive. Uh, so if you have ants or roaches... I should or... know that my neighbors keep coming over. <laughs> 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 I was just setting you up. Well, Spider-Man can help you get rid of the, the pests that are like ants and spiders I'm and roaches a, and mice. three emails now. Yeah. <laughs> but if you've got pesky neighbors, uh, he can give you advice on how to help, but I don't think he can uh, and treat them so that they don't come over. Maybe he can. You know, you should call Warren and find out. Uh, it's Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man Pest Control, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, they do all kinds of stuff. They do pest control, lawn fertilization, wildlife management. They've got the new Into Care Mosquito Trapping System, which may not be uh, your concern right now, but uh, will be your concern probably pretty soon when it starts to warm up and the mosquitoes get a little more active. And it's uh, a great system that... Uh, uh, I'll kind of use this like a baiting system to uh, to kill them. So go to GhostSpiderManPest.com and learn more about all the stuff they do. GhostSpiderManPest.com. If you need a pest control company, give local Spider-Man a call. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. He gets rid of varmints, too, like squirrels and mm-hmm. uh, yes, he does. raccoons. And yep. That's, like, that's the wildlife manager. The rats. You have to have coming in your house. He can get rid of them. Oh, yeah, they're coming in the house. <laughs> Not in your house. <laughs> you had the other problems. 
Oh, you got happy roaches now. Have you been feeding them? Yeah, feeding them. Uh, the the rats have been eating them. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> You're gonna start your own little circus at your place. All right, you were gonna say you were gonna say something, and I interrupted you before we went to break. I don't remember that. Dude. I don't either. What are you talking about? All right. Well, uh, what else you got to talk about? Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, Cliff Cliff Bingham was helping me uh, weed hmm. the other day. Yeah. We're thirsty. Yeah. Cliff is uh, for the audience out there. Cliff is a um, master gardener, wonderful gardener. Yeah, one of the first. Yeah, one of the. And uh, Hardy, uh, he he's in his eighties. Is he? And he's Cliff? outworks the rest of us put together. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he said the deer this year ate his larkspur and blue bonds. Really? <laughs> I said, well, I've been telling everybody that everyone needs larkspur. But I guess it goes back to that. Uh, they don't eat some mine. neighborhoods. But you you suppose it's because there's a six foot fence in between them and the, yeah and that that would help, Calvin. Yeah. But uh, he said he should. Have, I said you sure it's larkspur? Oh yeah, you know larkspur. Got a lot of larkspur. Now the blue bonnets, I never expect them unless it's really a droughty. <laughs> to, I can't, but he, they norm they normally don't eat its blue bonnets. No, so some years. They would eat uh, uh, Forest Appleton in Hollywood Park. And uh, other years, they wouldn't touch yeah. them. They have a trail by them, and they wouldn't touch them. So it's that's, that's this, this, the mystery this, of our deer. That no, November 14th uh, freeze made a big difference, changed uh, the plants that are, were available. Oh. You know, it went from a, a lush <laughs> green... To uh, a period of time when there were there just wasn't a lot of green. Now of course it's lush green again with uh, never seen so much rescue grass and bed yeah, straw and yeah. hen bit out there. But uh, huh? And the people who are starting to mow, which is about the best way to control it, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. mowed just as it got cooler. I mowed. Yeah. And guess what's opening up? Looking pretty, our Belinda's dream. You got okay, good. Yeah. So remember, we, if you feel in that bag, yeah. Oh, is is it still in there? Oh, it looks just about as lovely as it did when I brought it in last week. Uh, Kevin uh, Milton brought in a in a, a Belinda's Dream rose that uh, was showing its ancestry uh, in in the, in the wet, uh, high humid humidity weather. Um, the le- the uh, petals uh, kind of attach to each other, and then they won't let the b- the bloom open. Now, in my garden, I've got both of those, and the uh, Mrs. Dudley Cross. Mrs. Dudley Cross is the best looking one right now. Is that right? Yeah, that doesn't sh- doesn't show that symptom as, as much. Good, yeah. yeah. Now the. Uh, uh, and the uh, Grandma's Yellow has started, started blooms. Got some nice looking blooms too. Uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's not a it it doesn't fold on on the blooms don't fold on each other like they do at uh, Belinda's Dream. Yeah. But they're they're all 
the tough modern roses and some of those old-fashioned roses are are uh, the old blush uh, climbing rose too is uh, full of blooms, mm-hmm. but they're all ready for action. This uh, this weather after that freeze has been cool and uncomfortable to us sometimes, but it has not been. Uh, it's not uh, set the plants back much. All right. They're really ready for ready for a <coughs> warm spell, and they're really going to take off. And uh, I, we'll have to ask Trace when they're getting their roses in, but I imagine that'd be in a couple of weeks. They really have a good yeah. supply of roses. Yeah, March or something. And uh, I interrupted you. You were talking. You, I just got excited that other people were mowing their lawns like I was. Oh. But, yeah. So you said that yeah, that was the best way to get rid of the weeds was just keep mowing yeah, them down. Yeah, yeah. The, uh So you're subscribing the, to our uh, sustainable winter lawn uh, concept, huh? Oh, is uh, bed straw part of the... Sus- <laughs> no. Well, we, we usually think it's henbit and uh, rescue grass mostly. Right. The henbit is, at least in my neighborhood, the henbit is, hasn't been real visible this winter. <coughs> that really got set back with the freeze. But, gosh, i never seen so much rescue grass. As no, I don't know that we have the rescue grass. We did. So I'll have to look green? and see. Yes, there's green. And grass. So, yeah, it's grassy. That's rescue grass. Okay. Um, unless, unless but I remember sort of the thin blades, you know. Very thin? Yeah. Well, that could be annual. Then I, you could have some annual bluegrass. I guess. Mm. Now, we have something. I sh- I'll take a picture of it and bring it in tomorrow. Cause it's the low to the ground. Looks like little leaves. They're yellow and brown, but it's not leaves because when you mow it, it stays there. But it's kind of like like clover type thing, but almost on the, the soil. Little, what color, color flowers? Um, I haven't seen the flowers, if there are any. Huh. I'll bring a picture. You'll recognize no, it. No, bring, bring the plant. Bring the plant? Okay. I'll bring some plant. Yeah, that means you'll have to go pick a weed. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in a little baggie, <laughs> and you'll have two bags. <laughs> you'll All right. have, yeah, you'll have more. <laughs> <laughs> 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Find out what's going on in uh, your world. Maybe you got caught. I think uh, they said it was 34 here. Um, I'm trying to – I don't know what it was at the airport. It would be interesting, the low tonight, but um, the uh, – um, it was like I thought 34 or 33 at our house, right. so it got close to freezing. I guess. Yeah. yeah, it seemed cold. Yeah, because the humidity was so high. Oh, maybe that's why. Maybe it's just. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was. We checked it this morning, and um, but yeah, so it was. Uh, I don't know if people didn't cover stuff if they're going to have problems or not. No, probably not. Okay, good. You, uh, this t- this time of the year. Um, because every you know everything that was pretty fragile was was hit hard. Well, I take that back. Some of the things that newly sprouted, I guess, are pretty fragile. But the, later in the season, like this, uh, those thirty-four and thirty-fives are not usually a, a factor in terms of uh, taking out foliage or plants. Yeah, and um, it was very light a light freeze in the. Hill Country and uh, Dr. Larry Stein, uh, our fruit spe- one of our fruit specialists, uh, said that uh, some of the early varieties are beginning to, like you said in your your yard, uh, they're beginning to uh, bud out and yeah. bloom. The early <laughs> low chillers. Yeah, the uh, he said seven fifty. He said seven fifty hours. Flowers, yeah, flowering. 
That's what he said. <laughs> 750 hours chill already? Chill, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's amazing, because that'll, that'll cover almost all of those. Yeah. Now, the, we the only one that I've got that's uh, blooming is uh, the Florida King. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for swelling and uh, starting. I keep hoping the June gold. I got Techstar and uh, uh, something else. I can't remember what it is. Well, another one is supposed to supposedly the early yeah. bloomers. But there's not a lot of action there. I did prune them all. Good. Sprayed, except I did not spray the uh, Florida King with the blooms with uh, dormant oil. Yeah. But I had one, the June Gold, that had this pretty big scale. Oh, my goodness. Uh, bunch. So I s- sprayed them all. And so we're ready for action. The bees are on the... On the, the move, yeah. Uh, the bees are uh, on the Florida King, and uh, uh, bees are in the r- other plants in the yard, too. So that's good. Yeah, be careful if you're out there spraying. You know, spray... What is it, Jerry? You spray... Be- uh, they, it's best to spray in the evening on the Right, on late the bees in the evening. So that you minimize any uh, uh, damage. And then where you can wait... I think we can wait here... When on your uh, peach trees, you let the petals fall before you start a regular insecticide spray program. That way, you uh, won't be taking any bees out either. Right. Uh, back to the grasses. Uh, that's a question we get. What can I use to kill weeds in my lawn? In other words, people want something to spray. And... Um, Neil Sperry writes, uh, there is no weed killer available to us that will kill cool season annual grasses growing in an established lawn without damaging the permanent lawn. So uh, uh, you say, well, what about uh, weed-free zone? Kills it. That's broadleaf. But remember, we had, a, we had one of our listeners that tried that, did a little yeah. experiment. I, and I, uh, another thing that, uh, of course, you don't you don't don't want to be spraying that that widespread either. Is remedy remedy takes it out. Oh yeah. I, I sprayed uh, rescue grass around my uh, rainwater catchment tank and things. You know all these back in these <coughs> corners and everything. And, no. and it does it does a good good job with it, but it's um, it's too potent to be using as a general spray in your landscape yeah at this at this point we suggest uh dropping your mower down one one notch and scalping the grassy weeds off it won't kill them but it will make things look better it will also allow the sun's warming rays to help your turf grass green up quicker so the weedy grasses won't be so noticeable the weedy weedy grasses will run through their life cycles by mid-April, as the weather turns warmer. So uh, that's uh, for those of you who want to spray. Now you can spray uh, broad leaves with uh, with our the herbicide that we talk about. Weed-free zone. Weed-free zone, and. Uh, and that's probably the best one to use in the cool weather. 
when we're having cool weather cycles. Works very well for bed straw and uh, thistles, dandelions. dandelions. Oh, uh, henbit and uh, yeah. um, chickweed, too. Right. So And blue bonnets, so don't spray yeah. it on the blue bonnet. Now, I, you know, that... Is that you, were you reading from something that Neil produced? Yeah. Because he, yeah. he just ma- makes it sound like that, uh, those winter, like rescue grass are uh, unattractive, but they're not. You know, <laughs> if you just you just mow them at the same height you mowed your grass. Of course, they're not. If you have a if you have a lawn that's really uh, thick, uh, St. Austin grass or Bermuda uh, grass that's really thick in the summertime, that you probably won't have a real thick rescue grass lawn. Right? Right. Rescue grass is kind of fills in when we're places where you got shade and you mm-hmm. got thin soils and and so it's uh it's not a good competitor. No. The regular grass. But it sure uh everything is such so bright green when you got Yeah. There. I don't and, I don't think we uh Neil appreciates our uh, no. beautiful, beautiful, our, our, uh, I've seen Neil's pet, the pictures of his <laughs> landscape. Although he must, he must have some woods and forest and more yeah, natural. Yeah, I area. think he lives in a pecan forest. Yeah, pecan tree. I, you know, when I and I think of a landscape, I, I think it's real desirable to have thickets for the birds and brush piles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Not the same. Not the same way to think about a landscape. Right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay. Today may not be the day that you're out uh, enjoying a meal or spending some time on the, the deck and patio, uh, but it's coming up soon this week. And it's going to be warm and sunny, uh, and then spring is just around the corner. So if you don't like the way your deck looks, uh, it's maybe it's gotten gray and and black and musty and just looks. Nasty. Well, go to deckandpatiocare.com. That's Barry Hagendorf's website, deckandpatiocare.com. There you're going to see before and after pictures. I'm guessing the deck that's before may look like yours, but look how he brought it back to life in the after picture. And uh, you can uh, read all about what he does and how he's been doing this since 1985. He's become one of the experts in uh, deck uh, sealing and staining in San Antonio and does a great job. You can read the reviews, the testimonials, take a look at all the stuff online. That's deckandpatiocare.com. Or if you're ready, just give him a call Right now, call Barry Hagendorf at 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147 to get your deck and patio uh, looking real new again. Deckandpatiocare.com. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Our number, <coughs> excuse me, is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th, because on that day, 
Gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato, HM88. 849 at Mill Burgers. We'll have rodeo tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. The largest real estate education event in the country is coming. Mark your calendars. Saturday, April 27th. Join thousands of investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest. No slick salespeople or presentations. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and industry experts. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchanges, finding, fixing, and funding your investments, and more. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO19 and get in for just This is Randy Oliver with Hollywood Crawford Garage Doors and Openers. Visit our new showroom, pick out a new garage door, or let us service or repair your garage door. We're Hollywood Crawford Door Company. 210-361-8032, hollywoodcrawford.com. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, You're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, uh, reminding you about some of the things that are on sale this week at Millburgers. Uh, Texas Blue Bonnets are on sale. We've got them in the the six inch pot. They're regularly three ninety nine. Now they're just two forty eight. Fruit trees are on sale. Choose from apples or pears or peaches, plums, apricots, and more. All varieties selected and recommended for this area. In the five-gallon container, just twenty-six eighty-eight. Grapes and berries on sale in the two- and three-gallon container. We'll have to get Trace to talk a little bit about more about the different varieties. Nineteen eighty-eight half whiskey barrels on sale for uh, four uh, forty-four eighty-eight. Uh, Millburgers has their um, the Nature's Creation organic potting soil with microsial mycorrhiza fungi uh, for eighty eight uh, one and a half cubic foot bags uh, and uh, 
So all kinds of stuff. Richard is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Richard. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Not bad. How are you all? Good, good. What's going on? Question, what can I do to get rid of clover that seems to be taking over my common Bermuda lawn? Is it is it that uh, black medic clover? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Any, it seems like i got a couple flower? of varieties. One of them is kind of clusters, and it's got pinkish flowers. Pink. And the other one looks just like uh, like like a three leaf type of clover with no flowers. Well, the pinkish one almost sounds like uh, oxalis, mm-hmm. which is uh, yeah, not, not a the, the black medic is the one that's kind of a upright stem. It's got yellow flowers. Uh, they they haven't done much blooming yet. Um, that, that, uh, what kind of lawn you got? Bermuda? It's common Bermuda. Yeah. Well, that, uh, weed-free zone works for those, uh, clovers. Uh, okay, weed-free zone. One of, one of the, one of the things they say about that black medic is that it, uh, it appears in, uh, soils that are, are not real fertile, so... Yeah, do you, you fertilize the lawn in the fall uh, this, and in the spring? This lawn has probably three years' worth of, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the organic fertilizer. Not not has to grow, but uh a company out of Hondo. I'm, I can't recall the name. Medina? Yes, Medina. I put, like, maybe three bags over the course of the year. And then I use some Medina soil activator, and I brew my own compost tea, which I spray every now and then. Okay, um, but anyway, they they say that that uh, black medic is is uh, prone to appear in soil where the fertility is low, so you might you might want to look at that, see how much nitrogen is actually being put on by that Medina. But two, two years uh, ago, I got some very inexpensive compost from a no-name company. I'm wondering if I imported something with that. No, not not. Probably not. It wouldn't be. I think it's everywhere. Yeah, compost. Compost doesn't have uh, a lot of nutrients in it to make. You know, it's got uh, desirable characteristics in terms of uh, improving the soil. But well, yeah, the you can, don't take care of the oxalis also. Y- yeah. Now, both of those are not the easiest things to uh, to control. So, follow label instructions. And um, what best time of year to apply? Right now, mm-hmm. because they'll be gone. They'll be gone in uh, when it gets a hot type part of summer. Okay, thank you much. Good luck. Thanks thank you, Richard. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's also time to prune. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and uh, on uh, on my handy-dandy Millburger Landscape and Nursery Newsletter, February. The first question, which I think was answered by Calvin, uh, is this the correct time of the year to prune crepe myrtles, or is it too late? Too late? Uh, And Calvin answered, crepe myrtles need little, if any, pruning. However, if you need to prune yours, now's the time to do it. It's even a little early. Yeah. 
Because uh, they're, they're late starters. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Neil Perry and, uh, and uh, Greg Grant are, are psych- uh, psych- uh, psychos about, uh, about pruning crape myrtles. Yeah, so, if you ask them any questions about uh, <laughs> crape myrtle pruning, remain anonymous because you don't want them finding you out. But uh, in fact, Neil writes in in this week's uh, newsletter uh, it says topping is the fastest way to run a beautiful crape myrtle. Hmm. There is no good justification explanation mark. I've heard lame excuses for topping like this is Neil's pear. Like it makes them bloom better. Or they're too tall. Or everybody does it. Those are lame excuses. They're all hooey. <laughs> Can't believe science. he's throwing that language around. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen him <laughs> curse in his uh, in his web uh, mm-hmm. as uh, he ages he said. Topping crepe myrtles leaves mangled, garny, garly trunks oh, no. that will forever be scarred. Now the <laughs> so uh, the, pro- the the of course the problem with all that is that crepe myrtles are not as discriminating as Neil and yeah, yeah. Neil is, and so they'll they'll do their best to. Uh, end up looking good in the season and having good blooms, even if you don't prune them the way you should, probably. so. But, yeah, there's lots and lots of folks that have pruned that way for years and just conti- seem to continue to do it because their plants look good yeah. when the, or, look, or at least look the way they want them to look. I've got some neighbors that are uh, generally doing a pretty good job in their landscape, but they've got that the stub on those... Mm-hmm. Uh, on their crepe myrtles every year. Knuckling. Yeah, and I, of course, I've quit now after it hasn't affected them for 12 years in a row, you know, <laughs> criticizing it. They just shake their head and <laughs> and go ahead and uh, use the same uh, company, pruning company that they've always used. Yeah. Do you know how to correct that? Neil, has that how to correct it? A pruning, a, pr- a topping a crepe myrtle? Yes, you just cut it at the base. Cut it to the ground. Start over. Now that's that's one of the in the old days we were not as careful about you know, you know those crepe myrtles are wonderful because you can pick and choose the size. Yeah, but people don't think about that yeah. when we they didn't. plant. Way back we, then, and there wasn't that many choices either. Right, and we what, didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't like it is now where you can. We're just we, we were after what what color flower it was, and right. uh, and so that what the idea there is you pick the one. That is the size you want. So if you've got a the, the eight, ultimate eight, size, you want an eight-foot yeah. eight-foot fence that you want the plant to grow up the top to, you pick one of those. Then you don't have to do a lot of pruning. You can get you could do a little pruning out, get dead wood out of there every year, but it's not. But suppose I happening. chose a Natchez. Well, then you I wanted a white. Then it to would go to the top uh, of the fence. Yeah, well, it'd be the, to the, the top, top of the of house. A, it'd be the top of the uh, or top top of the stadium. Three story fence. house. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, Basham's Party Pink, too, was uh, uh, the top of the auditorium or so. That, that, yeah. that big. But you can pick, you can pick and choose 
what size you want. And so many new varieties, huh? Yeah, seems like there's new ones every year. Yeah. And colors. Choice of that colors. Red, that awesome. red. Seems getting more vivid. That red was pretty. Is pretty. Yeah, it's getting. That was another thing in the old days. There weren't very many there good reds. No, there wasn't any. Yeah. Tuscarora was the red, and yeah. it's still a version of pink. Right. Now you got, what, seven or eight different selections in, in the performances. You know, if you did get red during the transition period, the reds never bloomed as long as the other plants, but they're getting better and better. So what do we got? What, how are we fixed for crepe myrtles? Uh, we got we, a lot of men yet. We got a lot of the big ones in. Um, we haven't addressed the smaller ones. The small ones really don't sell well until we get closer to blooming. So um, we'll load up at the, towards the beginning of May. Oh, no. a few, yeah. We'll have a few before then. Well, actually, we got a few now. But <clears throat> so there, if you know the kind of the varieties you want, and of course uh, here at Millburgers, we've got all the, the information on the. What do you got that little uh, black placard there? We have, we have one there, yeah. Yeah, it tells how si what how tall they're going to get, uh, their their uh, capabilities in terms of dealing with uh, powdery mildew. mildew. Yeah. yeah, we're probably going to plagiarize the one that Jerry put together that I. <laughs> <in my team. laughs> we'll have some yeah, I need I need to update mine. We'll have some version pictures. of that. And, uh, there's a Neil also writes. Uh, in uh, this week's paper, uh, today's paper, about controlling scale aphids to stop sooty mold on crepe myrtles. He got a nice little write-up on that. And he talks about uh, uh, prevention with, uh, what is that, imidacloprin? Imidacloprin, is that bare? Is that the bare product? Well, bare has it in there. Uh, it they don't longer have the patent on it, so anybody else can oh, have okay. it. Oh, okay. But we sell it as the bear. We've got bear. We've got fertilome. It's bear systemic. The that's a spray. Uh, I, is he yeah. talking about a drench or is he talking about a spray? Drench. Okay, so that's a fertilome systemic drench would be the middle of corporate drench. Okay. And that controls. Uh, you put you put that. Uh, you drench around each plant's roots, and that treatment being made in mid-May. And he's contending that that's going to control the aphids. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the it, same it'll, product. It'll, all, it'll help with the aphids. That's the same product I use for uh, my lantana so I don't get the, the uh, lace bug. Lace bug, yeah. yeah. And that, and you know, you're happy with that, right? Works yeah, for you. as long as I remember to do it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that uh, also controls the scale. It's mainly used for scale. Huh. Now but I, it does I, it does some good on aphids too. I would I would guess that it's probably more most effective on the smaller medium size. Right. But hey, then, but then the real large ones are not overly sensitive to. We got to take a break. Our phone number 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on the answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 AM. The answer service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This is 930 AM. The answer. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump's re-election campaign has taken quick notice of Elizabeth Warren's presidential candidacy. It is criticizing the Democratic senator, Trump campaign manager, 
Brad Parscali says in a statement that Bourne has been, quote, exposed as a fraud by the Native American she impersonated and disrespected to advance her own professional career. Warren made her presidential candidacy official today at a rally in Massachusetts. In an often contentious hearing that stretched to nearly six hours yesterday, Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker insisted he has not interfered in the Mueller probe. Whitaker testifying. There has been no event, no decision that has required me to take any action, and I have not interfered in any way with the special counsel's investigation. New York's Gerald Nadler pressing him on his refusal to recuse himself from overseeing the probe. You decided that your private interest in overseeing this particular investigation, and perhaps others from which you should have been recused, was more important than the integrity of the department. Georgia Republican Doug Collins decrying the theatrics. I'm thinking about maybe we just set up a popcorn machine in the back, because that's what this has become. Collins calling it a dog and pony show. That is Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Prosecutors in Wisconsin are reviewing evidence to decide whether charges will be filed against a 26-year-old man suspected in the fatal shooting of a Milwaukee police officer. Alderman Tony Zielinski says the slain officer Matthew Rittner was a unique hero, one who spent his life serving his country and community. That's who this individual is. He's a hero. He gave his life for us so that we can be safe. It's not enough he did two tours of duty in Iraq. He comes back here and fights for our safety right in our own neighborhoods. 35-year-old Officer Matthew Rittner was shot on Wednesday while serving a search warrant. Jordan P. Fricky was arrested soon thereafter. More on these stories at townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Trace is visiting with us every now and then up here. Uh, we're inside the uh, two-story today because of the weather, uh, but it's not stopping the other gardeners for coming out. Look. Did you just hit yourself in the uh, I did, right in, the, right in the bottom of my teeth. Um, but yeah, so I've noticed other gardeners running around the nursery and... Uh, and getting stuff for themselves. That, There's lots of good things. Does that on look sale. like a, is that a little sun out there, Milton? Maybe so. Maybe it's trying to break through just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that are on sale include fruit trees, Texas blue bonnets, uh, grapes and berries. Uh, Trace can tell us which varieties they have and uh, those and stuff. Uh, uh, even the herbicide, pre-emergent herbicide, they've got for sale, and the uh, lawn top dressing, the Happy Frog soil conditioner is on sale for 19.88. So, and that's the uh, three cubic foot bag. Can I also? I've been getting some questions on uh, turf. Folks are getting anxious. They want to. Uh, they got some new properties, or they want to. Uh, uh, they're ready finally for sod. I've been telling them uh, you. If you go to a place that's got a good reputation and they're still getting saw that you you can put it out. What's your attitude on that? Uh, in general, you can put out sod when it's zero degrees outside or 120, as long as they take care of it properly for that time of year. Um, How about that? that and they, getting it's a they want to story. They want to prepare the soil just like they would in the summertime. And soil prep is still important, yeah. And the rolling, the people forget that. That's, that, that's, that's the, the most critical, and everybody, yeah. you got to take the air pockets out. 
If you don't get the air pockets out, then you don't get soil soil contact. How much watering would you do in a time in a the weather like this? Is um, not very often. Yeah, it's. I, I would use the finger method, just like for pots. Uh huh. Poke your finger down and see what the grass actually feels like. So it might be every ten days or so. Uh, that's probably gonna be a little more than that. Depends, but it depends so much on the weather. Mm-hmm. If it's drizzly, you bet it could be uh, that or longer. Now in the c- containers, that is uh, that's a good point too because we with this uh, trace every every day when you look at the weather report, you know some of them will say one tenth or it'll say a trace, and uh, in terms of containers. If they've got foliage or, you know, that that means that not hardly any water has gotten into the container. Mm-hmm. And so that you still might have to be watering, like your lime trees or uh, citrus if they're in containers. Sure. So. And it's been extra windy, so, you know, plants in general, they sweat just like we do. So wind makes them go through more water. So if, if, if you do, if you're one of those folks uh, that's... Uh, Interested in getting some sod down, um, uh, Milbergers uh, confer with Milbergers and see what what is available and wh- what the recommendation is. But uh, I'm I agree with Trace and I think Jerry does too. If you get the sod from a good source, uh, reliable source, and you follow all the right preparation, you should uh, shouldn't miss a bet. Are they are y'all able to bring sod in? Weather permitting, Some. so um, you know we got grass earlier this week, but uh, we haven't been able to get any till probably sometime, sometime this next week. We should be able to dry out enough to where they can cut something. Okay. In fact, maybe cutting tomorrow for Monday, but it'd be very limited. Yeah. People don't realize that uh, that's where the sod comes from. It, it, it when it rains. You mean it's not stacked on the shelves <laughs> out there on the. When it rains over toward uh, Bay City, uh, that's where y'all get most, most of Most, a lot of it. Bay City, uh, over toward Houston, which it rains a lot over there. It rains more than it does here. Yeah. Uh, they, they're not able to, to harvest it, not, 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 not able to cut the sod. And so they, you have to wait till it dries out a little bit. Now, a lot it's, of people don't understand that, so... Uh, is the there, tractors actually would sink and cause more damage if yeah. you're trying to cut it. Yeah. Is that uh, is uh, the the variety is that is that related to the build uh, ability to harvest too or some? Sometimes it rains within 20 miles of different places, so so it's more it can of a geography. A huge, it can make a huge difference in whether or not they can cut, say, palmetto or floor tam because you got to picture these fields it's just like the regular farmers mm-hmm. you know they'll have a you know, 30 40 acres of one thing and then 30 40 acres of another so they could legitimately be 20 30 miles away from each other in one area get rain in one area not right that happens so the the answer there is confer with Milbergers and uh, see what the situation is we keep we keep everybody uh, informed so if for some reason we can't get it we ask when they would like to try again, and then we just keep on working with them until we can get them fixed up. Good. Well, Trace, uh, let's see. What can we talk about? Do you want to talk about some of the things that are on special? Do you want to talk about the upcoming? And actually, let's do this. We'll talk. Uh, we've we've uh, talked about the upcoming uh, event 
next okay. Saturday, yep. and then uh, we can talk about the children's gardening workshop that's Saturday after next. Okay. That's cool. Good. So where do you want to start? All right. So let's start with uh, what starts first is uh, the adult seminar. All right. So that starts at uh, 1030, and that will be by David Rodriguez. And it's basically uh, what, to, what to, how to clean up your yard from the winter. So what to cut back, where to cut it, when to cut it, what to feed it with to get the plants to uh, respond and uh, and become part of your uh, sustainable garden. Yeah, uh, it's rain or shine next uh, Saturday. Um, and uh, if it's the forecast now calls for upper 60s, so it should be nice. It should be nice. Yeah, but if for some reason the weather in San Antonio then, can change. And we will have it in the greenhouse. Yep. Okay, so that's uh, just one of the many activities that's happening that day. So uh, next is, uh, and this is, well, I got lots of favorites, but uh, I'm very fond of the chilies, chili and Fritos. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's that's my favorite part of this one, I think. Okay. Uh, but we will also have the Texas Weather Band, mm-hmm. and uh, so they'll be out here performing between eleven and three. We've got the pony rides, and unfortunately, Milton is a seventy-pound weight limit. Just I can't, get, I can't do it either. So just get a bigger pony. Um, <laughs> uh, a petting zoo. Um, that's also uh, eleven to three. Yeah. Face painting twelve to two, uh, and then we are uh, the star of this program mm-hmm. is the rodeo tomato, and so that is what's the name of that one? HM eighty-eight forty-nine. And what does HM stand for? Uh, Harris Moran. Right, but. We can't call it that because... We can't? Well, we could. Oh. But we had a rodeo tomato called Harris Moran. What? A couple years ago. Well, there was another HM uh, 1825 or something. Yeah, something like that. So um, it's got to have that number. Okay. And all of the tomatoes that we sell that day of that variety, the money will go towards the youth gardening program for the Bear County Master Gardeners. Yeah. So that's uh, next Saturday. So it's going to be nice and busy and fun and lots of activity uh, here. And it sounds like a, it's a great day for adults and kids alike uh, to come on out and have some fun. So uh, circle that date on your calendar, as we say, and uh, plan to be here next Saturday. Uh, David gets here at 1030. Uh, his presentation is free. You just come and enjoy. The other activities start uh, about 11. Some start at noon, and everything kind of wraps up around 3 or 4. But... Oftentimes the tomato sales. So if there's, even if the face painter is left and the chili pot runs dry, uh, the tomato sales still will benefit oh, the you Bear bet. County. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll take the count that morning before we open, and we'll take that yeah. count uh, the night before we leave. Very cool. And then you want to talk about the children's gardening that's coming up on the twenty third. Um, Let's be here before we know yep, it. Yep, Mary's doing that, and uh, they need to call and sign up for it, and uh, they will be. I'm sure she'll have some arts and crafts project. Yeah, it's spring, and this is a the, popular one: spring vegetable gardening for kids. It's literally hands-on. Yes, she does. Uh, plant. Yeah, and so uh, we'll include little hands-on planting and seed tips, as well as craft activities, and a front of the garden workshop for children five to ten. And uh, it is. It's uh, every year. I think this is probably the third or fourth year that she's done it. And all these years, we come over here. And uh, it's very popular. That one you do need to make a reservation for because there are crafts and activities. So it's February 23rd, 10 to 11, and it's called 210-497-3760. Parents can can come along if they they behave. Yes. If they behave with their kids, they can come along. And actually, there would be a nice parent-kid activity to, to... 
to do with your kids. So call 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Yeah, we uh, get, I get a kick out of it, too, because we get a lot of grandparents that uh, married yeah. us when she yeah. does the program. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I imagine they'll go home with a plant or, or seed anyway. For sure. Yeah. I'm sure seed. Yeah. She's got the, that's, that's one of the reasons why she needs a rough count of how many folks mm-hmm. are going to be there. So speaking of uh, 210-497-3760, is there a plant of the weekend, or is it taking, uh, is it hibernating this week? Uh, I was, I'm saving is it. Is it dormant? I'm going to say it's oh, okay. dormant. And it's I'm dormant right it, now? Okay. I'm going to save it for next week. Okay. We should have like a rainy day plant of the weekend. Hmm. <laughs> I'll look out you there. You got any other good ideas? Well, we, we, did, we did get a lot of them, a lot of, uh, well, we got a lot of things in this last week. So I do encourage everybody to come okay. by because there's a lot of new things showing up. Just uh, want to wait a week. How did the lobby area Light do? stream lobby area. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we still have it. Uh, uh-huh. We sold uh, probably a third of them. Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, we walked by the stocks last time, and boy, they smell good. Still have plenty of stocks, or are they mm, coming the to the side. end of the... They're coming to the end. Okay. We onions? do have some. Because they smelled good, too. The which what? The onions. Oh, I, they're cleaning the onions now, so it's that's the best smell. I like that. Yeah, it <laughs> makes me hungry though. No, no, no. It's like yeah, it's like you walked into a burger joint. It yeah. just smells like onions. Uh, which varieties you want to talk a little bit about? Uh, the onions? Well, let's see. We've got uh, two different reds. So that's red Creole for uh, for an onion, onion, oniony flavored yeah. onion, and modern and southern bell red, onion, huh? and southern bell red for a little bit milder. Then in white we have um, white Grand X. Yep, and then we got um, uh, there's a there's a sweet white one. Well, anyway, there's a sweet white one, and then there's a regular white one. Okay, it's normally onion, and then the That's yellows. It's just like a Bermuda the, with the, the other white one. Uh, yep, probably. And then we got uh, three different yellows. So we got the uh, the 1015Y and the Texas Legend, which is the improved 1015Y, and then your normal. Uh, you know, also the uh, Certified Butterfly Garden uh, staff has got uh, lots of things blooming in there, uh, and you <coughs> might want to come by and see see how that's handled. A lot of these winter annuals are make good butterfly plants. Yeah, yes, they do. Got the the uh, dianthus, the alyssum that Trace is mentioning. Uh, the uh, what what is the one that looks like the uh, sunflower it starts with the C uh, uh, warms up the winter garden. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, stocks are in there too. Stocks are calendula in there. maybe. Hmm. He's talking about calendulas. Calendulas, yes, yeah, that's a good butter. That's a good butterfly plant too. So, so if you're uh, you're wondering about your uh, your butterfly garden. Come on by and see what uh, Millburgers is doing in terms of a, a basic, basically a winter version of the blooms. And, and prior to the milkweed and the mistflower and the zinnias and all those other plants that uh, the salvias and lantanas that what that we'll have in the garden a little later. Has anyone seen mountain laurel starting to bloom? My, yeah. my five gallons are starting. Yeah, I turned the corner to go to a Super Bowl watching party, and 
There was a beautiful crepe myrtle, that, not a crepe myrtle, a uh, mountain laurel that was in bloom. Red buds, too. Huh. Red buds? Okay, no, so. I, I don't have any red buds doing it, but there's, I do have mountain laurels. Yeah. Huh. They're confused. When do they normally bloom? Right the end now. of this month. Do they? Oh, okay. Well, then that's okay. Depends I thought, on the neighborhood. I thought it was later. Depends on the well, weather. March. That warm weather we've had has been stimulating okay. a lot of things. Are the mesquites doing anything yet? Which is the tree we have to watch out for? Mesquite. Okay, that's the old-timer's way to tell when it's uh, spring yeah, is here. Uh, pecans. What are they doing? Nothing. Nothing? Then nothing. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so don't panic. Yeah, don't panic. Okay. I was just curious. But, yeah, that was kind of a surprise. It seemed a little early. But you're only telling me it's a couple weeks early. You know, we, we've talked a lot about the maroon poppies here. Yeah. We got the transplants. But also the uh, poppies in the wildflower beds are right. coming up pretty strong right. this year. Um, usually I don't. They don't seem to be the dominant plant, but mm-hmm. this year they, it looks like they are. That combination of weather. Good. Had, uh, I haven't seen any blue bonnets in my bed yet, though. But the blue bonnets are up in most beds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, this is a perfect time to weed them. Weed, uh, weed the weeds away from the weeds. <laughs> and just a doesn't have to be a perfect weeding <laughs> job, but just get some of those uh, hen bit and. Uh, uh, what the, what's the other one? Hen, the, hen bit is the main one. Yeah, just to open them up a little bit, and then they'll, they'll do fine the rest of the year. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th, because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free. So come on out and be a part of that. Then later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato HM8849 at Mill Burgers. We'll have Rodeo Tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillBurgerNursery.com. That's MillBurgerNursery.com. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. 
or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R, LawFirm.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Are you as tired of identity politics as I am? There may be a few glimmers of hope. Senator Kamala Harris, a Democrat from California, is among many running for president. She's the daughter of Indian and Jamaican immigrants. Asked about it, Harris said she only wants to be known as an American. Well, that was refreshing to hear. Whoopi Goldberg said the same thing a few years ago. She said, I'm not African-American, I'm an American. Not often I agree with Whoopi, but I do on that one. Elizabeth Warren tried the tribal route, but it did not go well for her. I thought America was supposed to be a melting pot. You know, out of many, one. Instead, it's becoming more like a stew with individual pieces floating around and never blending. Out of one, many. Why do so many try to divide us for their political gain? Maybe Harris and Goldberg will start a pushback against racial identity. I hope so. It's long overdue. We don't need more hyphenated Americans. We need more... Just Americans. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. This is David Paloma with Alamo City Handyman, and I'm from here, the Alamo City and I'm handy, and I surround myself with great handymen. And men, tell them what we do. We fix garbage disposals and hook up ceiling fans. We put up crown molding and cabinets. We fix dings and dents in your drywall. We actually do everything. We're the, the Alamo City, City Handyman. With the strength of a 1,000 men, call us at 210-535-1000. 210-535-1000. AlamoCityHandyman.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So did we ever figure out what it stood for? No, should we? What's that? The BHN? No. Okay, I can't uh, remember. I thought that's uh, where I the nematode. I remember the N is nematode. Yeah. Uh, what B-H. is yeah? So H isn't like heirloom, is it? No. No. It's 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 uh, tomato diseases or tomato Yeah, that's what I problems. thought too. Uh, in Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's where they're based in Florida. All right. The company. And uh, but I and we we we've asked that several times, and they. The 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 initials are such a bizarre pl- bizarre uh, folded. Well, they but, but they always give you the answer, and they don't say, "Why don't you guys write this down and remember?" Or yeah, something. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um, do they go with the old joke when you say, "Now, what does the B stand for?" And they say, "Lady Bees and the B National Anthem." Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. You'll get it. I guess we're just losing touch, Jerry. On your, <laughs> on your way home, you'll get that joke. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's an old soupy sales joke. 
Oh, is that right? Two one zero three zero eight explains it. Eighty eight sixty seven. John is on the line. Hi, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good. How are y'all? Good. What's going on, John? I heard David talking this morning, saying that I think he said June fifteenth they're having a big tomato contest over at Phoenix. Are y'all no longer going to have a top tomato contest there? Oh yeah, we're going to have one. They're copycats. Oh, uh, okay. So there gonna be two of them. Yeah. There's okay, you might. There might be even more than two. No. Yeah. <laughs> At least two. Uh, I, I'm just curious. I thought that was unusual because it sounded like it was about the same time y'all usually have it. Well, that's that's probably consistent with the idea that the tomatoes get ripe at the same time. Yeah. 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 So that. So they're gonna have theirs on June fifteenth. You said. That's basically what he said. He said more information to follow, but I think he said June 15th. That'll be interesting to compare results. Yeah, yeah. What, we may, what we may do is have ours uh, the week before. <laughs> well, but if we So do, people can bring the best tomatoes to our... Unless we... Yeah, let's see, June 15th. That's going to be pretty close yeah, to the uh-huh. peak. We could well, uh, we could have it on the same day and see who who gets the most they, tomatoes. No. <laughs> well, do y'all eat the tomato that wins your contest? No. The, uh, I tried to get them to say that the tomato had become property of the show, but uh, so I could take it home and eat it. But uh, everybody gets to take their tomatoes home. Well, maybe if yours wins and they go to Fannick and it wins, and that really tells you something then. There you oh. go. <laughs> we could have a Super Bowl. We could have, yeah, you know, tomato have bowl. that tomato. Yeah, the tomato bowl. Have that tomato versus our tomato at the very end and see which one comes out, you know, which is the Super Bowl tomato. <laughs> and it'll be Bill Belichick's tomato that he's grown here. There you yeah. go. Cool. I don't know, John. What you growing? What am I growing? Yeah, you, what tomatoes are you going to grow? Are you going to grow the rodeo tomato? Uh, probably not. I don't really have what I grow. I have to grow in containers. I usually go with celebrity mainly. Mm, yeah, I usually, that's a good one. As long, but Jerry, as long as, Jerry was actually... Go ahead. I'm sorry, John. I mean, I'll jump in a minute. Go ahead. I'm sorry. As long as Lowe's and Home Depot and then place keep selling solar fire, that'll be the other one I grow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good tomato. And you were, I yep. think, Jerry, weren't you talking about the rodeo tomato being grown in a container? And yeah, the the pictures that you see on uh, on uh, plantanswers dot com mm-hmm. and and the front page rotating with the uh, uh, maroon poppy were grown in a container. Okay, do they have? And they're, do they have they're big and, Yep, the, they're oh. Uh, you say, do we have any yet? Yeah, they're milk yeah. burgers. In the forest yes. pot? Okay. I think, they're in the, all in, I think they're all in the forest pot. We don't have any in gallons. Yeah, no, not, not for the, the rodeo. Not for the... Are they in the greenhouse or are they out there on them tables? I think they're in the didn't greenhouse. Well, last trace, but uh, I think he said, at least last week, are they out? They were, last week, they were out. Oh, okay. I can go look in yeah, a little while. They we, can may go, be, we can go look at the break. Now, we said there were no one-gallon of rodeo tomatoes, but there was one gallon of 
all the a lot of other varieties that are here too. Yeah. Now, we don't know if he put they pull, pulled them in. I bet they put them in the last night for thirty three. Oh yeah, I think yeah, yeah I would yeah. imagine. So they're probably in the greenhouse. And tycoon is coming in. Yeah, Trey said that was coming in hopefully next week. So that'll be good. Can you do tycoon? I did tycoon well in container. Oh yeah, yeah. it was very forgiving. I've grown tycoon before, but I like to get them when they're four inch pots so I can pot them up. Yeah, that way they're not they're not over too big when I go to put them in my containers. So. There you go. Why do you have to use containers? Because where I used to put all of my plants and whatnot doesn't get enough shade. I mean, sun anymore. The trees are there you go. big, and I get too much shade there, so I can put my big yeah. old twenty gallon pots out and where the sun gets them all day long. So. Oh, yeah, that's what I. Twenty was. gallons a nice sh- size too. Uh, see how big yeah. is a twenty gallon? I know whiskey 20. barrel. Oh, okay. It's a whiskey half whiskey barrel type. Uh-huh. Is that about twenty? Okay. So the yeah. reason I asked that, I kind of figured that was the 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 thing. So we'll use you as an example. What other things and other vegetables or fruit do you grow in those containers throughout the season? Like, do you do broccoli and stuff like that? No, I don't do much in the winter. I let everything rest. I wait till the summer, and then I grow squash and cucumbers and green beans and purple oil peas, and not in containers. I, some of that oh. peas and stuff I put out in the garden and whatnot, and the green beans, cucumbers, yeah. I grow in them containers. Yeah. Oh, you do grow cucumbers in containers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yep. You have to have something to run them on or... Trailer yeah, I got on. I got big old tomato cages made out of that concrete wire. There you go. They grow That'll on. Work. Yep, yep, they work good in there. All right, okay. I was just curious about that tomato contest. Well, we appreciate that. Appreciate that tip. We gotta keep an eye on uh, David Rodriguez all the time. He's trying to scoop us. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell David I told you. <laughs> okay, all I right. won't. I won't. All no, right. Stan, thank yeah. you for calling, Stan. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, I was just going to say that we've got the uh, the Garden Volunteers of South Texas um, have their gardening essentials class on uh, February 18th. When's that, a week from Monday? Yeah, the day's the 9th. So ten, eleven, yeah, that's a week, week from Monday, right? And uh, Milton, you'll be interested because uh, one of their topics relates to our our interview that we had. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, who was it that from the Texas Forest Service? Jim Hauser. Jim Hauser, yeah. And so that that is a topic a lot of people are interested in is oak wilt. Oh, good. And then we uh, they've got who they got speaking and what are they going to speak? I'm on? I'm going to speak on the oak wilt. Oh, good. I'm going to speak on the oak wilt, and then they've got uh, oh, master, master gardener Tom Harris's uh, sidekick uh, Ron Ron Sayhill. He's mm-hmm. going to talk about the uh, topics of you know the pruning, pruning and cleaning up the garden. Oh, so good! That'll be on um, Monday the 18th, and of course it starts at noon. It's a little bit different this year. Yeah. They're going to, uh, or they're going to have uh, the program at Rainbow Gardens on Bandera, so that'll be if you've never been out there, that, or if you you garden out in that direction, that'll make it a little bit more convenient. 
mm-hmm. rather rather than at the garden center. And they do that every once in a while, I guess, is to go out and about yeah. in the community. So that's on the 18th at noon. Topics are oak wilt and uh, pruning, pruning in the landscape. And uh, I'll see you there if you're uh, going to head out there on um, Monday. Yeah, so for more information, gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers.org. Uh, um, yeah. Calvin's got a good article in today's paper. Plant shrubs now before the heat sets in. And then uh, he actually goes through and uh, recommends uh, shade trees and shrubs for this area. Well, we, re- we recommended shade trees a while, well, we recommended shade trees a while back, so this, this one kind of con- concentrates on the, the shrub varieties. Those yeah. shrub varieties that. You and I talk about quite often, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, for recommended tree list and uh, planting requirements, visit cpsenergy.com. That's all, all one word, cpsenergy.com. And search for green shade tree rebate. Right? Right. And uh, there... Uh, then he goes into shrubs, and uh, let's see, he says, um, uh, Dwarf Real Pond Holly, which is my favorite, and Dwarf Chinese Holly, and Dwarf Burford Holly. Uh, dwarf Yopon uh, grows in a dense globe-shaped shrub with small leaves that grows very slowly once it reaches three feet around. And in fact, I never thought of it as much growing larger than that. Except Jerry had some <laughs> specimens that were about twenty-five years old that were, were a little bit larger than that. I've got. I I, I have to. I, I need to prune those things back. Well, now is the time to prune them. But uh, they're growing over my sidewalk. Huh. They're uh, they're they're close to uh, thirty-five years old. Yeah. And they're uh, how tall are they? They're over my head. Really? See, but that they want six one, feet, a little over six feet. Usually, <laughs> uh, dwarf. dwarf uh, one of the reasons you would pick the uh, dwarf yopon holly is that yes, you rarely, rarely have to prune it. It keeps such a nice shape, and it's a compact plant. But if you keep them, keep them watered and taken care of for thirty-five years, you got that to look forward to. <laughs> but uh, I've got some uh, uh, Burford holly. I like I like that Burford dwarf. Holly. I like that dwarf Burford Holly that uh, was planted at the same time, and uh, it's it's maintaining its height. Yeah, four feet, three that's four it. feet. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice nice plant. Another disciplined plant. They really don't have to prune much. Yeah, I, I don't have deer, but uh, uh, Calvin says the deer won't eat Yopon Holly. They don't seem to eat yopon, but I've uh, had trouble with Burford. Bur- Bur- Burford? Yeah. Now, they don't eat that, at least in my neighborhood, they don't didn't eat that dwarf Chinese. Because I think there was uh, enough thorn on it that they didn't mm-hmm. seem much interested in it. I don't know why they pass up on yopon, Holly. Do you have, have you seen them eat yopon? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think they eat it. Uh, watch Forrest call in. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have seven emails. That, <laughs> and in my neighborhood, they eat it. 
uh, and I talked about that uh, that uh, viburnum that I like. I like Zantanquil. Uh, yeah, Zantanquil viburnum. That's kind of a medium size head plant that is is uh, nice for sun or shade. And then we got the regular, the full size Burford, full size Burford. That's another, uh-huh. another nice one. Now Neil likes Nellie Stevens. I yeah, he's yeah. a big. Have big, you have you had a lot of? I, I, I haven't grown Nellie. Yeah, I try. I think I tried it a few years back. Didn't have as good a luck as I did with uh, Burford, but mm-hmm. uh, it seems to be uh, one that is a good alternative. Yeah, but we have all of those that you mentioned here at Millburgers, so you can come by and look at the 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 foliage and uh, you know it's, it's, uh, some of the uh, Burford and that bunch have have the uh, thorn on the leaf a little bit, yeah. And uh, if you if you don't know what what we're talking about, it's one with a thorn on the leaf, but it also has a greener foliage. Than your pond does. Yeah, it's got that dark green versus dark green, that pretty foliage. Light. Yeah, that. Well, I was gonna say light green for your pond, but it's it's kind of a almost an army green, uh-huh. a, a faded faded green a little bit. Gray green, maybe gray green is better. Hey, James is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Well, yeah, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. How y'all doing? Y'all uh, out on the porch? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they it's terrible. Made, it's terrible warm. out here. Yeah, we all us three wanted to stay out there on the porch, but they made us come in here. They were worried about our health. <laughs> Does that sound convincing? Worried that you guys were going to get uh, frostbite out there this afternoon, man. It's pretty cool. I w- it is cold. I was, too. Yeah, so we're, no, we're in the two-story today, James. How about you? Are you oh, out there great. running around? Well, I makes, guess not. That makes me feel a lot better knowing that y'all are uh, oh, good. warm, doing good. Makes me feel a lot better, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, hey, uh, that uh, early prolific straight-neck yellow squash that I like to grow so much. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it gets some green streaks in it. Uh, I think yeah. that's the mosaic virus. A, a lot of times uh, when they have that vir- mosaic virus, the vine comes down. But uh, the fruit will have uh, green streaks in it or green spots on it. So, uh, uh, and But I've seen some really actively growing uh, straight necks uh, have that streak you're talking about, which is not mosaic. It's just rapid growth. Yeah, uh, towards uh, the middle to the last part of the season, they start getting that. uh, Okay, okay, then that's probably the the virus. Okay, uh, I've heard a lot of those uh, watermelon guys uh, do uh, grafting. They put the desirable watermelons on a on a rootstock, but that's not going. That grafting's not going to solve the that virus. Water no stuff. no, the virus is in the plant itself. And where does it come from? The soil? No, it's uh it's transmitted by uh, 
aphids, uh, insects. It's insect transmitted from uh, weeds and, uh, you know, uh, some host plant that's uh, hosting the the, uh, the virus. And then it's transmitted actually by uh, vector, by the vectors or aphids or, you know, white flies, I think, would do a, do a different one. But uh, aphids uh, are the ones that uh, do the uh, uh, mosaic virus on the, uh, on the vine crops. So what weed is the host for that bad stuff? Everything. Everything, okay. Well. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, our virologists uh, th- uh, through the state have tried to make uh, make some uh, <laughs> make some list of uh, of uh, plants that uh, house viruses, and I mean they come up with everything from trees like mesquite to. Uh, all sorts of trees and shrubs that uh, can actually serve as a house to uh, to, to overwinter the viruses. But the main main thing to do is uh, is sanitation. You know, uh, clean out around the garden as much as you can, and uh, and within and within the garden, and keep it weed free. Okay. Well, then there's no way to graft yourself out of the problem, or uh... no. The squash producers, they, we used to have a lot of. Uh, well, I guess there's still some squash production around uh, uh, Bear out of Scotia County lines, but uh, the the uh, Hoffmans used to grow squash, and they. Uh, a lot of the uh, commercial growers used to grow squash, and that was always the main problem. And uh, the uh, the the uh, uh, the uh, seed companies tried to come up with some that were squash virus resistant, but the problem is there's several viruses that caused the problem. So uh, I, I don't. I, that uh, Multipick, uh, the one called Multipick, uh, is uh, it was the one that used commercially around here, and they claimed that it would uh, produce a produce some crops of squash before the virus actually had a chance to uh, take a hold. But the virus is worse some years than than it is others, so it's it's a Crapshoot. Yeah, there's no way to know when you uh, put out your transplants whether you're going to get it or not. Right. I think I think some of you, some universities have done some some studies with uh, using uh, yellow mulch. Uh, you know, plastic mulch, yellow plastic mulch to repel uh, or to. Uh, uh, I guess I don't know if repel is the right word. The, the aphids don't like that yellow mulch. They much prefer a, a pretty blue or what? Well, yeah, they prefer a pretty black or or clear. 
Well, that sounds like too much work. They're wanting some yellow squash down at the tomato stand. <laughs> so I'm, I don't Switch it to Tatuma. Nah, see if you can find have... that. See if you can find that multipick, or okay. or you're you're straighten that because that's an older variety. But uh, I think a multipick is supposed to have some some resistance to uh, to the to the virus. Okay, I'll check that. Do you think Calvin knows about a, a Mexican sunflower? been reading about it in the catalog. It's even what, what about it? Well, it's no. not a sun, sunflower. It's a completely different variety of plant, but they call it a Mexican sunflower. Oh, not, I mean, is it a, it's like the Mexican flame, look like the flame vine or what? Not no, Pavonia. it looks like a sunflower, but it's T-I-T-O- uh, NIA or something. Uh, I was just wondering if you've ever grown those or know I've about that. I've heard plant. of that, but I can't remember I don't know it either, what yeah. it is. It's supposed to handle pretty dry and rough conditions, and uh-huh. you know it'll grow on the moon according to the seed people. Is it is it for is it for the seed or for the blooms or what? What are you growing yeah, they, it for? They use them for cut flowers. And they're supposed to be really drought-hardy and uh, good for uh, attracting uh, butterflies. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can grow those. What, what's, what's another name for that? It's part of the uh, commonly known as the tree marigold, uh, Mexican sunflower, Japanese sunflower. Tithonia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can grow. Natobe, chrysanthemum. Yeah, you can grow that in the... Uh, it, 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 that is uh, somewhat like the flame vine too, but you uh, you grow it for those spectacular blooms. But it really, really is kind of a fall, late summer uh, bloomer. We, in fact, we get the transplants here at the nursery. Mm-hmm. Uh, about what time, Calvin? Oh, about uh, July. Tithonia. Yeah. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait and order the seeds in. Uh, in yeah, or try June. yeah, try try the seed try the seed in June. So it needs would, a hot, yeah, dusty, right? That's that's usually when it does best. You know, it wouldn't be. It'd probably be worth an experiment to see if you can grow it under the same conditions you could grow zinnia. Um, but it, it's a great butterfly plant. Too. Well, I'm starting zinnias on the. The new moon in uh, in March. Yeah, according to you, that's a little too early because it likes it's, hot. That's that's what I would think would be a little too early, but it'd be a real advantage if you could uh, get it to grow. You know, even if you could get it to uh, germinate and grow in uh, April, would be pretty neat. Okay, okay. Get, I wanted know, to get, order some seed, but I didn't know. You know, that's why I'm asking all the questions. I didn't know when yeah. to get them and get them started. It'd be fun. Well, we could learn from you. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we could kind of watch that progress. But, yeah, we generally think of it as one of those uh, late summer bloomers. Thanks, well, James. Got... Oh, Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. We'll Bye. talk to you tomorrow. we got to run to a break. Bye, James. All right. Keep us informed. 
210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Take your calendar out. Circle Saturday, February 16th, because on that day, gardeners are going to want to be over at Millburgers. There's lots of stuff going on. We're going to start off with a little education for you. David Rodriguez will be teaching his spring cleanup in your landscape class from 1030 until noon, Saturday, February 16th. This class is designed to help you learn everything you need to do to have a beautiful, beautiful spring landscape. It's absolutely free, so come on out and be a part of that. Then, later that day, starting at 11 o'clock, we're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato, HM8849 at Mill Burgers. We'll have Rodeo Tomatoes for sale, and the proceeds will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. We'll also have chilies, Fritos, and drinks. The Texas Weather Band will be playing music. There's pony rides, a petting zoo, face painting, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillBurgerNursery.com. That's MillBurgerNursery.com. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. The Del Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 9.30 a.m. The Answer presents the ultimate Valentine's Date Night Prize Pack. Caramel Lover Chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Dinner for two at Bethel's Alt Max on Broadway. Gold Forever Roses from Mark Sadowski Jewelers. And two tickets to Any Woman Can's Amazing Night of Entertainment. Featuring live music from Ruben V, Drew Worsham's Art of Illusions, and emceed by Sunny Melendres on February 15th. Register now at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210 The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to BigStateFinancial.com. That's BigStateFinancial.com. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. 
We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call, be a part of the show, and uh, let's talk. And, uh, James, sorry we had to go to break. Give us a call tomorrow, and we'll uh, answer your other questions. 210-308-8867, or outside of San Antonio, 866 308 
of a, of a tree before pruning. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a drawing. Before pruning and then uh, after after pruning. So you kind of get an idea of what you need to do by your uh, according to your tree. And then they say they've got a picture of a tree that's been topped, which produces clumps of uncontrolled growth. So uh, you Stubs. don't want to top them. You want to thin them. Yeah. And then the old-fashioned rose, uh, the uh, rose under the roses category, on the pruning, it said old-fashioned roses are often or are only pruned when they get out of hand. But modern hybrid tea roses are blooming machines that do best when they are pruned every year. It's a good point. Now there's an exception on those. Uh uh, old-fashioned roses, if you uh, have Dr. Jerry Parsons pruning the roses for, <laughs> for a TV show. It? And they never never do uh, the same rose plant three TV shows in a row. No. <laughs> it run, you run out of uh, The same material. day, yeah. the same day especially. Uh, let's see, they, uh, about pruning, uh, select three or four main stems that are fingered to thumb thumb size in diameter. They should be spread around the plant arising from the graft. That's that swelling on the bottom of the, right where the roots start on the, on the rose. And radiating at a 60 degree angle. Remove everything inside the frame so the middle is open to air and light. Also remove wounded wood uh and uh wood growing inward are growing are growing straight up old wood should also be removed in favor of green young wood that's for roses yeah roses and peaches are surprisingly oh, similar oh they're the same they're they're in similar, terms of yeah. uh, except in the peaches you're uh, you're watching out for but that o- that opening up is what you're trying to accomplish but you're watching out for preserving some New growth, the red growth, where the roses you're not not quite as uh, worried about that because the rose will put out a ton of new growth after the pruning and uh, all of them will have blooms. Hey, I mentioned MillburgerNursery.com. I should have thought to go there. should have followed my own advice. Yes, the Millburgers Top Tomato Contest is June 8th here at Millburgers. Uh, and uh, so that'll be all kinds of fun. It's on MillburgerNursery.com, but June 8th that morning, and then David Rodriguez will be here that day uh, speaking on growing citrus on your patio and in your landscape, so that'll be good. So uh, June 8th, mark those calendars, John. Uh, get get those tomatoes growing. Uh, I guess it's a little early to get in. To, 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 <laughs> well, no, he's... No, he's, he's going to... If you're potting, there's folks yeah, potting them up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, our phone number is 210-308-8867, but it's, we only got like 50 seconds left, so yeah. don't call. We can't get your question in. Uh, but save it and uh, call us tomorrow uh, and uh, be a part of the show. In the meantime, What's the weather like going to be tomorrow? Uh, the weather's going to be warmer than today by maybe, I don't think it, oh, well, okay, but not, 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 not a lot. Yeah, so I think today... Tomorrow is still cool. And it uh, seems like the whole rest of the week is kind of 
this drizzly rain you're talking no, about? No, actually, it, it kind of, well, it may be that, but it warms up by uh, Wednesdays. Like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are really nice. Good. 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 All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. I'll give you the official weather forecast tomorrow. But uh, thanks to Al doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.